I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sam Pets Radio. Australia's coolest. Podcast Network. Please welcome the wickedly talented. Bam, 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 bam. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. I got a big, <laughs> big, hot piece of news right off the bat. This is Levens, my good friend Angus Truscott, joining me for yet another classic, perfect episode of Hey Fam. Um, and yep. you, you want to know why it's going to be perfect, Angus? I'll tell you why. <laughs> I, uh, well, I was trying to burp then. I was trying to like time a burp to it. So Real uh, Garfield. Over in my like, fucking loser house, I made a pumpkin <laughs> luxa. Um, gross. Look, that's still pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. But I crunch- as far as I did some, cris- some, crunchy, uh, some crunchy chickpeas to go with it. Well, you know, it was pretty good. Made, made the luxa paste from scratch. Pretty happy with it. But uh, over, in, over in the king's dominion... <laughs> Seriously, over in the castle here, uh, that you, you must have eaten that just on the edge of the moat, just <laughs> in the in the village. Because up here in uh, the highest turret in my palace, I snacked on a motherfucking calzone. The calzone. Because the days are, are back, back baby. Days are back. <laughs> Some days you just wake up and you go, yeah, these are the calzone days. So you put a photo and, uh, up. In the PayFam Discord. In the PayFam chat. And, and it's a, a lot pre- of people are reacting. Yep. Um, a lot of people ask what's on there. <laughs> well, so it's, you know, you know Calzone, normally people just think, you know, <laughs> it's a folded over pizza. Your, your guys. Yeah, if you're going to the wrong place, it is, sure. You know what I mean? If you go into like a Pizza Hut or like, you know, <laughs> Domino's, they'll flip a pizza in half, charge you double and go, here's your Calzone. Go fuck yourself. Basically, that's what that that's what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's actually what calzone is in, in Italian. It's go fuck yourself. It means go fuck yourself. Yeah. If you get handed a calzone uh, in Sicily and you aren't like given the go fuck yourself gesture, pinch yourself because you're not in Sicily. You know, <laughs> you must be dreaming. Um, but your also, guys- I have no idea why I picked Sicily. It's not like it is. The home of the calzone. You know what this is. You know what this is going to lead to. An absolute deep dive on calzone <laughs> in a moment. <laughs> That's what this episode is. The home of calzones. Because <laughs> I've been to the, the calzone king. I've been to the home of. <laughs> I guess the home of pizza and the home of pizza fritta, which is the big deep fried pizza. That's right. That's the best shit yeah. ever. You have one of them. They make. Yeah, when they I was make younger. the pizza. They fold it over and they dip in this big vat of hot oil and in um you know what that is that is the calzone days for calzone days that's right like when, they, when your days when the calzone are days good, aren't when, enough the calzone your regular days, days cal- are yeah. calzone days when you're having you a calzone week and you want to add an extra calzone day <laughs> pizza they're on um, calzone weekends if you've had five days in a row business days of calzone days then on the weekend you're allowed to dip in yeah the pizza, the pizza fritta days. is the is the is the three-day weekend of, of a calzone <laughs> week <laughs> yeah it's the four four day working week of Italian cuisine. It's the pizza fritter. Um, but your so your calzone was like it looked <laughs> they, they, they like they dunked a bit of red sauce over the top of it. Yeah, man. Let me. You know what? I, I saved a slice for this <laughs> audi- audible episode so I could show <laughs> show the kids. Uh, uh, and also, Angus. Now we're recording. We're in ISO, so Angus uh, <laughs> Angus records next to his fridge. <laughs> yeah, everyone at work's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, uh, "Hashtag winning." <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Allow me to quote um, my uh, friend of the show, mentor, Charlie Shane. Your mentor, Charlie Shane. <laughs> my mentor. He, he's going to deny it, but he did mentor me. All right, so I got a slice here. Wow. What we're dealing with is they've 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 put on some of their. It's amazing tomato sauce, but it, there, there's some crisp to the top, which as it should have. But then they've also done a slight sprinkling of, I think, freshly grated of parmesan. Mozzarella. All right, all right. You got a bit of. 
The mozzarella's on the inside. You're working with some salam. <laughs> You're working with some <laughs> olive. You're working with some <laughs> some mozzarella. <laughs> The best part is I have Italian cousins and they're probably like this guy <laughs> this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> Cal's, Stealing Valor. Calzone to this Angus. Go so here yourself. we go. On the outside it's Palma Parmazono. <laughs> <laughs> on the inside, we're working with Mussarelle. Salumo. <laughs> Salumo. Should, guys, I'm I'm sure you can imagine the gestures that Angus is making at his phone right now. I'm doing the Calzone it's, sign. It's I'm glorious. telling everyone. <laughs> Looking with the olive, um, <laughs> musharome, the tomate, parmesan on top, and olive oil. So yeah, that's kind of it's kind of what I'm dealing this with. Is a I've just saved a big chunk for tomorrow because I'm like, let's. Wh- what's better than one calzone day? <laughs> Two calzone days. Um, I'm making this a calzone weekend. Are you are you like eating this calzone because you've been playing so much Paper Mario this week? And the, that little Italian you know what? plumber. You've you just know been, what? It could be that. You've it got actually could plunger be that. I was in one wondering hand, what it was. Pizza slice in the other. Also, I've been doing some. Um, you have got a mustache now. So, I mean, I know. I was is, it, is this the, the first Mario like, game? First Mario game you've played since you have a mustache? Yeah, and I'm like, finally, some representation in video games. <laughs> I had Red Dead Redemption 2. I oh, know I could have had Red Dead, but yep. didn't have enough testosterone. Um, what else can you have funny facial hair in? Joel, no, I know he had a beard. Maybe cyberpunk. I think you can put a, a moustache on your on your. Dick. Oh yeah, on your. Uh, you can put a moustache on your on your d- trans on vagina dick, <laughs> which I will be doing. I think you can give yourself all genitals, which I know I'll be doing. Oh, like because I can't wait in the future to be told which bathroom to use when it's definitely up to me. You know, is that that, that that's like the, the, the core gameplay of cyberpunk. Yeah, it's 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 how dystopian it is that there's still dicks telling you what um bathrooms you can and can't use. <laughs> also, it's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you can't go in there. Damn it, Keanu! I thought you were cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Why do you think you're going? <laughs> you like can't go in there. Um, yeah, he's a Republican in the cyberpunk dystopian future. It's it's the role like it's how I choose to present myself in the world that I that I that I don't exist in. You know what? Keanu's the only guy who would say like, I don't vote, I don't believe in politics and I actually wouldn't get mad at. I'd be like, you know what? That that actually suits your art. Maybe I don't believe in politics even. Yeah. Like that's not me, man. And Or he's like, I'm still thinking about like, I don't want to waste my vote, my privilege. I need to really think of it. Like he still hasn't met, found the person worth voting for. He should be president. Absolutely. He looks incredible for starters. Just imagine. I can't imagine him in a suit, but I just love the like the the image of him like meeting other world leaders. Well, you haven't seen John Wick. Like this, this is all you get is suits. Like, I know you're. Is, no, man, there's a difference between a John Wick suit and a and a president suit. Not much. <laughs> not much. He doesn't wear a red um, tie. Well, I reckon he will go black tie, John Wick tie. Okay. Well, well yeah, Keanu, 2024. I'm looking at uh, the history here and it actually is... Of Calzones Italian or Keanu Reeves? For, it's Italian for trouser. <laughs> really? <laughs> Stocking or trouser. Wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. What are your thoughts on that? Why? So I guess because it looks like a pair of pants. That's why they named it a calzone. I don't know, man. I'd love to think that like some drunk pizza chef tried like... Had his pants off while making it and accidentally <laughs> wore a pizza as pants and walked home and his wife's like, Mamma Mia, what are you doing? Yeah, maybe he flavoured it with pants. I love that yeah, instead of Paper Mario, it's just, it's just all calzone. Paper Mario and the thousand year calzone. Angus, you have gone, you are really deep. Yeah, I was just reading the history. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's saying I think there's some like calzone debates because it's I'm getting at least six cities here where it's claiming to have been the first. Maybe next week we'll do the history of calzone episode. Yeah, I think so. I, also, it's not a stromboli, which is a big uh, no no. What's a stromboli? Oh, that's like a pizza thing. That's how you say socks. That's where they roll it, it right? That- yeah, they roll it. That, that this was invented by <laughs> Italian Americans in Philadelphia. So that's a whole other can of worms, right? You know? I do like the uh, the Americana Italian as well. Like yeah, because when Ameri- like I'm only basing this off the Sopranos, but when they go to Italy, they hate Italian food. <laughs> Why? Well, like, yeah, they, they, 
I remember the first American Italian. The first time I went to like a proper Italian restaurant and my parents are like, yeah, we're going to have pizza and like getting the pizza and it's, you know, very olive oily and it's not like, you know, nothing like Pizza Hut or Domino's Pizza or I remember thinking it was so disgusting. Yeah. It's always worse here though. Like Domino's in America, I know this is different, Domino's here is worse than Domino's in America. Domino's in America, it ain't bad if you've like had a, had a butt or two. Do- yeah, Domino's pizza here is disgusting. It's so gross. It's horrible. It's not. It's not. I don't know how they pass it off as do- like. I don't. I don't know if it's franchised here. If there's like quality control. The dough is like, like so sugary. The dough is disgusting. The dough is like cake. But I remember I was there like a couple of years ago, and all my luggage was lost. It hadn't come yet, and my friend and I were in this like Airbnb. It was like one a.m. and we were just like, man, we got to get food. And the only thing that was open was like Domino's. And we're like, oh, we may as well. I mean, LA getting Domino's is pretty weird within itself. Yeah. It's not really a LA food. And then um, got it. And we're like, holy shit, this is actually way better than Domino's back home. That's like such a normie conversation. I'm sorry. It's been like, <laughs> oh, in America, uh, it actually tastes better. Oh, like, it's almost like within a moment after asking what movies did you watch on the plane, whenever someone comes back from overseas, you're like, oh, did you have the McDonald's over there? Yeah, it's like, shit, man. No, now you mentioned it. Turn this fucking plane around. Something I forgot. <laughs> captain, <laughs> the calzone days are back. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Yeah, tell calzone me day. Tell me back to... International uh, Dateline means we've got a couple calzone days coming up. Take me back to McDonald's in Napoli for the Mick calzone. Fuck, could you imagine? Yeah, it's just a Big Mac wrapped in pizza dough. It's like McDon- Ronald McDonald with a like big moustache. <laughs> Um, a bad attitude and pizza instead of clown pants he's got a fucking pizza on each leg <laughs> yeah and, he, and the, the charity over there is the house with no strombolis mm. well it's a house where they serve stromboli right when you ordered a calzone oh okay sure because <laughs> that's the real charity um, so a game came out two big games came out in the last week <laughs> um, end of calzone talk oh, who knows it could, it could come back but no, I wanna, what are you going to have for dinner tomorrow night? I mean, now that the I challenge... Made, I made enough for two nights of uh, of pumpkin laksa. Interesting. Two nights of calzone here. <laughs> no, you, I know you're eating that shit for lunch. By the way... Oh, yeah, you're so right. We should say that um, uh, Angus and I spent the week... Our, our family spent the weekend together. Um, we're we're mm. like, just like almost newlyweds. It was time for me to meet his parents. Um, Which you've already done. I've already met but, it, but I've never slept in the same house as them. No, no, I haven't slept in the same house as yours. You- I'd love if I just did that now without like telling them or you and <laughs> you're just like slept a- out the back with yeah. the dog or something. Just like, hey guys, leave them a, re- a review on on an yeah. Airbnb. They're page like, we don't, don't have, have Airbnb. Yeah. Um, but uh, I slept in your childhood bedroom. Um, and uh, oh yeah, uh, my, yeah, I made pan- and your I kids slept in my childhood childhood bedroom. All right, you had two bedrooms. That's great. Well, I had one until I was about seven and my parents were in your one. And then when they extended the house, they went upstairs and I got that house. Uh, sorry, that, 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 that room. Um, but I made breakfast. On, I made pancakes for breakfast uh, the morning. <laughs> and um, I have evidence, photographic evidence of Angus. <laughs> I hate breakfast himself eating pancakes. Um, so can we get to, a review? To my credit, I did it to... Um, uh, to not insult you Okay I wouldn't have been insulted I'd, I, I would have just been like well, go, Good for him For sticking true to his beliefs I had one though When everyone else was going Near the five or six Ballpark figure Yeah I think Archie had eight Yeah Archie, Archie can eat Pancakes like no one else I had one met. And even then I was like I don't want this But I'm gonna do it <laughs> Alright this is how I win yeah, I got some. See, um, I'll keep you guessing. I got You're some. Like, Holy uh, shit! Some clarification on some classic Hayfam uh, tales. I asked uh, your mum to give her side of the story of you getting kidnapped in in Bali. Um, oh god, this is going to be a Stromboli calzone um, debate all over again. That was, it was it was conflicting. Great. Yeah, I mean, you know, she, she definitely uh, in denial of of the trauma that you faced as a as a young person getting kidnapped in Bali. Laughed it off. Laughed when I was off, like, yeah. this actually was uh, concerning. But so you you have a memory of getting kidnapped in Bali when you were a, a, an infant, um, and no, I was I was kidnapped in Bali as an infant. Is how I would phrase it. So your mum said that that she and your father were eating dinner, 
and mm. and the, someone in the, the chef and the wait staff thought you were adorable, and so they asked if they could take you to the kitchen. And so, so that's they, where my alarm bell goes off. Yeah. I don't know about you, but that's where I'm kind of like, no. And they were, and so your parents are like, sure, and they. You, they got to eat the rest of their meal in peace while you got yeah. taken out of the kitchen and put into someone's car. And photos taken of me. Which she she's like, yeah, they're taking photos of you as if like that wasn't weird. That's so weird. So she basically said everything I said happened, but then said, it's not kidnapping, shut up. <laughs> and like, she was like, yes, you were taken from me. Yes, you were put in the back of a car at a restaurant. Yes, photos were taken of you. Don't be such a moron. You weren't kidnapped. But I was like, no, but I was like on the verge of being child trafficked. Absolutely. And then I Googled like dictionary definition of kidnapping. Because that's how you win an argument. Well, this is how I, if I, you know, if we're arguing about calzone, I would have won (laughs) because I've got this info in front of me. But it said, um, you know, a, a child being held against their will until a ransom is paid. And I'm like, what did you pay for dinner? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, and was I returned? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you've literally done all of the steps. Everything we've discussed. If I was a lawyer, I could say that actually was kidnapping because every part of kidnapping was played in that play-by-play. I mean, 80s Balinese prices, they probably paid about $6 for your four, return. F- four cents. Yeah, yeah for dinner also, and your return. Also, that Bali, that Bali, very different to Bali now. It's like dirt roads and shit. Motorbikes and dirt roads. There was no like... I'm not saying, it, like, you know, it was sick, but it was not like mega malls or like there were some resorts, but it wasn't like it is now where it's like the Gold Coast. Then Cooter. There was only one place per road selling offensive bumper stickers. That's right. And there was only one Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> um, uh, we also, um, like the night ended, you and me like just sinking those beers and, and I even got some, yeah. sco- I got the scotch out. But the night yeah. ended. Look, with I'm not a scotch head. I will, I will admit. But I again like the pancake. I had one, <laughs> a sympathy scotch. Um, but yeah. uh, the I night couldn't have you drinking it alone. The night ended with um, with you and me, and everyone else asleep, and you and me watching um, our <laughs> the, the first ever YouTube playlists we made from 13 years ago. Our liked videos. Yeah, we from, like. Yeah. If, 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 I highly recommended. Just sink as men- much alcohol as you can manage. Sit down with your with an old friend. And go back to the beginning of your YouTube liked videos playlist. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's an internet that doesn't exist anymore, that's for sure. Unfiltered, just actual videos of people being dumb cunts. <laughs> just so funny. No, uh, it was it was so refreshing. It was before we realized, before Google even bought YouTube. Before YouTuber was a profession. It was just before like... Before PewDiePie said the N-word for the first <laughs> time. When the N-word was just a sparkle in his eye. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. We also, we tried to watch a, a show I've been watching a lot of lately. I'm really bummed because it, it, we couldn't get it working on the TV, but uh, it's a anime called Extra Olympia Kiklos. Um, oh, yeah. And it's, um, like, it's a really, really short, like it's a five minute comedy manga um, anime, um, which I think They're is, all funny to me. Uh, but <laughs> Have you seen Neon Genesis Evangelion? <laughs> <laughs> that shit's fucking hilarious. Um, but I feel like, if if you can imagine like a Japanese take on an Adult Swim style show where it's like yeah all the episodes are five minutes long, and it's like this bawdy comedy about um uh, like a guy from like the when, when when did the Olympics start around the same time as the calzone was invented I think uh yeah I think it was the same I think the I think the calzone is actually left what inspired the discus right exactly. from what I'm reading here so he. He, uh, you know, he's he's a Roman dude um, who um, who travels back um, forward in time to modern day Japan, um, and he 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 wants to. Uh, it basically, it's like it just a, it's a stupid screwball, anarchic um, comedy um, called happens to the best of us. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. I definitely recommend it. It's on Crunchyroll if you, if you want, if anyone wants to watch it, and uh, you know maybe if you run out of videos from thirteen years ago and your liked videos playlist. Uh, put this one on next because it fit. It, it would fit. It would have fit the vibe perfectly. I think. Let's get back to that YouTube. What were some of the hits that came up? Like, what, you know, what what when you were watching that, did you think first of all? First of all, did you think like, okay, like, YouTube now is a totally different beast. Yeah, I mean, no one, 
none of the videos we watched began with someone like, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to blah, blah, blah. That doesn't there was happen. no monetization, remember? This was when YouTube was like, like it made it was like live leak essentially. It was yeah, just like totally. videos. Um, I watched we watched a couple of very early Nathan Fielder videos. Bef- well, it's funny because like I think Nathan looking at those lists, I think looking at the list, it was, you could watch it and be like, oh yeah, that was us. Like it was very true to us. Yes, definitely. Um, but uh, I can't remember. What, uh, there were lots of dumb. Did we watch any prank videos? No, there was there was a few like no a few goofs. All of mine were usually I I was I I was a big fan it seems of um redubbed live action Ninja Turtle sequences from um their lesser known straight to video like Christmas live action yeah, videos that, that where they would great. sing and stuff with like three six mafia over the top. <laughs> Lick my nuts. Lick my nuts. <laughs> suck my butt. Suck my butt. I have had that three that six in mafia my head. song. Yeah, it's so good. I've had that in my head since we watched it. <laughs> them walking through the sewers with like dumb homeless kids on drums. <laughs> like singing about licking their nuts. It's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. This stuff aged really well. And it's canon. And also my other favorite, the um, Pretty pretty Ricky Late Night Special, which yeah. I still think is the... I know they sent like a gold record into space in the 70s with like recordings of animals and earth sounds and like really dumb images of like the earth and how many planets well they're not dumb they're actually sick like where we are i they should actually just get that bring that bitch back and put on the pretty ricky late night special video of just six dudes humping a couch and then um go this is this is what we're dealing with yeah one of the best ever it's like pretty pretty ricky on the stereo they introduce themselves (laughs) then they air hump to Six, show, like, show off their I'd moves. say late teen, early 20 guys And they're just like shirts off There's a there's an ottoman in the yeah, middle of the like, living room Yeah, they're just fucking the ottoman And they're just fucking it Once each of them has like 10 seconds with the ottoman They move to a different <laughs> part of the room And fuck that part of the room While their friend <laughs> And make way for the next person And God, then by the end good. of the video There's like six dudes, shirts off just humping things in a room really <laughs> seductively. It's yeah. like, it is seriously amazing. It's it's probably one of the best things I've seen. Okay, so HeyFam gets given a grant to send a, a, a capsule into space. We're putting that on yeah. there. Oh, this is great. We're putting yeah. the Kevin Smith tweet. Um, Kevin Smith tweet, um, Guy Fieri's Instagram. Yeah, we're putting um, Mission Impossible Fallout with the first five <laughs> minutes removed and a copy of Warrior Wear Gold. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Um... I guess like a cow zone. zone. Yeah, definitely a cow zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a ticket to Joker. <laughs> ticket to Joker. Yep. Um, what else? <laughs> what else do we do on this podcast? And just and then just we'll just squeeze John Travolta in there. Yeah, Johnny Trav. Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Johnny, like a yeah, if, maybe like a. Um, I don't know one of his one of his wigs. Maybe like his goatee from Swordfish. A, a ripped copy of um, uh, what else did we? What was the the Tom Hardy movie we watched this year? Oh man, Cap- Capone. Put Capone in there. Cap- Capone Which and I'll Calzone. Call Calzone. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna make a movie about my life when I'm shitting the bed and we've got Put Tom Hardy Calzone. playing me with like makeup on, <laughs> shitting a Calzone out. <laughs> Quack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so as I was saying about 10 minutes ago, two big <laughs> oh, games Venom. came out. Like, obviously Venom. Blu-ray copy of Venom. Oh, and some Venom 3D. And the, v- and the 3D uh, b- double disc Blu-ray of oh, yeah. uh, Legends Owls of the of Guardians, Gahul. Owls of Gahul, and Yogi Bear. <laughs> obviously. And Yogi Bear, starring Justin Timberlake as Boo Boo. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Is Dan Aykroyd Yogi Bear? Yeah, yeah. Good things come in bears. And TJ, that TJ Miller like- is, ra- is the ranger. Holy shit. <laughs> so funny seeing TJ Miller in things like he, he was, was everywhere for about 4. a year, a couple of years. Like mm, he's, he's like the comic relief in Transformers Four before he gets like killed twenty minutes in, like a building falls on him. <laughs> and Marky Mark's like, "Oh man, we gotta get out of here." It's like no reaction at all. I think it's his best friend. Um, and then it was so funny still that when we saw Ready Player One and he's in it, and you just like that was like oh, six months right. after he like. Tried bombing an Amtrak or something. <laughs> <laughs> Reeking of red wine, claiming that a woman had a bomb or something. And he um he's in uh Big Hero Six. He's and he's like the the grandson of Stan Lee. Like Stan the Stan Lee cameo in that is 
That's right, and he essentially plays Jason Mewes. Yeah, totally. He's like a stoner. Like the closest thing to Disney would have to a stoner. He's in all of the How to Train Your Dragon movies too, right? No, they replaced him, I think. Right. I don't think he's in that, is he? Yeah, he's in one. Oh, no, he is. He's one of the twins. I think they replaced him. I accidentally uh, Googled, instead of TJ Miller, How to Train Your Dragon, I just just Googled TJ Miller, How, and then it's just... (laughs) Then it's just all like recommended searches. What happened to TJ Miller? How old is TJ Miller? Very cool. Yeah, I don't think he's in it. I mean, we don't want him in it, do we? No, he's definitely he's in he's in one and two. Yeah, I don't think he's in three. He plays Tough Nut. <laughs> all right, How to Train Your Dragon three Tough Nut. He looks like Jason Mewes in that too. <laughs> Why the fuck is it called Tough Nut? Yeah, he did it in the third one. He was recast. Who is who plays him? Um, damn. Let me find out. I'll go to that IMDb. You know what? I'll go to. He's, oh, here we go. Liam O'Brien in. Is it, oh, Jason Ruppel is his name. He's, the last one was Jason called Ruppel. The Hidden World. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's right. You haven't seen it, have you? You should watch it, man. Yeah, this guy looks nothing like TJ Miller. But you could think it's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you, what, you haven't watched two or three, have you? No, I've only seen the first one. Oh, fuck. Speaking of uh, uh, not realizing I hadn't seen a movie, um, B and I the other night were like, oh, let's watch an action for um, some action. Like, let's just. Yes. Every weekend, let's watch some, like, you know, dumb action movies. And I was like, oh, let's watch the Mission Impossibles. And she was like, great idea. So we started the first one. They're all on Netflix at the moment, except five. Um, so I started watching the first one and uh, thinking like, yeah, I've seen the first one, the second one. I, I, I thought the, I've seen everything except the third one. Um, and I, so I started the first one and uh, got about 20, 20 minutes to half an hour into it before I just had to just admit I've never seen this movie before. I've lived my entire life thinking I've seen the first Dude, Mission Impossible. Do you know how jealous I kind of am of you? That's like cool that's cool amnesia but that's um, what i that's what i like to think so imagine seeing almost all of the mission impossibles and then going back to one now with this pre-existing idea of what you think a mission impossible movie is and then mm. seeing that first movie and going like oh the first character that you meet is emilio estevez <laughs> and absolutely and it's this mindfuck um mystery movie by brian de palma it's yeah, it's like a paranoid, like crazy noir. Well, not noir, but like that type of super paranoid type of late seventies new new wave shit, where you kind of you don't really trust anyone you're watching. Yeah, I mean, as a as a modern franchise, the first Mission Impossible movie has way more in common with um, uh, the Bourne movies than it does the later yeah, totally. Mission Impossible movies. Um, it was incredible. That movie is fucking crazy. It's so good. Uh, it's it's, it's a really it. confusing uh, like, like eleven. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> like at the midway point, I'm like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> but then in the end, I'm like, oh, okay, so he's back. Okay, cool. But uh, like the direction in it is insane too. Like some of the camera angles, like it's a proper film. It's not like it's oh, it's a film. Film. It was like yeah, it, like it's not Brian De Palma. It's bonkers. Like so many iconic scenes too. Like the the train at the end, the fucking hacking from like that movie is still parodied today. Yeah, of course. Yeah, obviously the, the lowering yourself into the yeah into the bit. The um the like dropping the thing in the drink, like making the guy sit. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant. The, the the chewing gum, the red light, green light, oh, and like running out the restaurant. It's it's so sick. Plus, also, super dope 1996 era Macintoshes everywhere. Everywhere. Apple products. Yeah, I mean, besides... And they actually... Besides the hacking... Shirts. Besides the hacking programs, um, not... Oh, sorry. Well, there it is. The calzone, the calzone days are back, everyone. Besides the hacking they, they programs... They are coming back up. It's a, it's a pretty, like, almost timeless movie. So the guy who's he's like the head of the IMF. I think I was telling you he's coming back for seven or eight. Oh right, the guy who you think is the bad guy for most of the movie, and then you learn. Yeah, it ain't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Which you, is sick. You and I spent a lot of uh, our, our weekend away, like talking about like how underrated Brian De Palma is. Hundo. I mean, he's 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 rated in the right circles, but I mean, like he's often forgotten with like, you know quasi mainstream people romanticizing like Coppola and 
Scorsese and all those all those punks. Like I always find he's a guy who's just slightly not as remembered, despite like making huge, significant. Yeah, like in a twenty-year period, he makes Carrie, Dress to Kill, Scarface, The Untouchables. Carrie's so good. Mission Impossible, Body Double, and Carlito's Way. I mean, and, come and on, Blowout. Like he, there's, there's so many amazing movies in his uh, in his repertoire. So many. But I haven't seen anything since I guess like Mission Impossible. Now, like, like I haven't really seen any of the '90s or 2000s movies he's made. Um, what else is there? Um, all right. So since Mission Impossible, oh wait, well, yes, I have. I've seen Snake Eyes. The insane oh man, Snake Nicolas Eyes Cage rules. Movie. Um, Mission to Mars. I've not seen that. <laughs> what did he make? Mission to Mars. Yeah. He directed it. I thought that was... Yeah, right. Um, Femme Fatale um, with Antonio Banderas and Rebecca Rom- oh, yeah. Rom- Roman St- Stamos. Um, the Black Dahlia, Black Dahlia with Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah. Look, there's some stinkers in there. Yeah, Redacted, Passion, Domino. And then apparently he has two movies on the way called Sweet Vengeance and Catch and Kill. So he definitely he, he loves, he loves, a, he loves a Femme Fatale. He loves a, like, loves a crime movie. But he's on some classics, yeah. that's for sure. The real crime is not getting his, uh, you know, the recognition he deserves. Shit, man, he did the Bonfire of the Vanities. Yeah, that's right. I did Tom Hanks that. and Bruce Willis. <coughs> Tom Hanks, a lot. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's it. Tom Hanks a lot. <laughs> there's someone in. I, I think a while ago, I um I read out, like w- while we were recording, I I was interrupted by a bizarre um anti-vax um like healing uh message that i read out from someone that i'm friends with on facebook that i just keep around because she posts insane stuff just um, good good things so nice she's normal things she's come back from overseas and is now in um in quarantine <laughs> wait how is she overseas i don't know i guess she was oh. living overseas i know i don't even touch with her and so um sure. her her po- every post now is about how much she hates being in hotel quarantine and how can she escape and they they have to they have to do the COVID test on her, but she doesn't want them to let her let them test her. And what can she do to get out of it? And then now she started to- posting about like the deep Hollywood pedophilia circle and ring, like and that Tom okay, Hanks. Okay, now the, my is a. It's why do people think Tom Hanks is like a like a pedophile king? So they think Tom Hanks was the first. Be, uh, yeah, they th- they think he's like. <laughs> they think that COVID was designed by people. To like eradicate pedophiles without having to like take them to court because I'd get away. So that's why they're like Tom Cruise and his wife got infected first. Tom Hanks. It's like the deep yeah. state cleaning out pedophiles. Right. Or that was like some. So she's on that straight up QAnon shit. Oh, it's insane. This, this is. All, I, I this is I'll send you some screenshots. Stuff. It's great stuff. Um, but I have to. I, I'm, I'm worried about how much longer I can stay attached to her in case she brings me down with her. Just by being just by being one degree of separation away from her. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um... Yeah, but uh, look, all of this, uh, all of the pedophile circle, all this stuff is—it's covered in Paper Mario, the Origami King. 
the, the origami king is of course yeah <laughs> the Hanks. head of QAnon. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's Tom Hanks, and origami is pedophilia, and pe- only Paper Mario can bring down um, pedophilia. You know, pe- yeah, yeah. So both uh, we two two of the biggest games of the year, I guess. Maybe the, one of the biggest Nintendo games, and then the uh, second biggest one uh, of the only Nintendo games, PlayStation Crossing. Game. Oh Jesus! So we, yeah, we we can talk about the uh, the Nintendo Direct Mini as well, but. Uh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Some, some tentpole releases came out on the same day. And and Paper Mario, the origami king. We both came out on Friday. And uh, I think we both thought that we were going to go straight into Ghost of Tsushima. I th- certainly did. Um, I wonder why. Yeah, I did too for a while. But then it was the, the effect of playing like Last of Us 1, Last of Us Left Behind, and Last of Us 2. And then like half of Last of Us 2 New Game Plus... I was just like, maybe I need some fucking <laughs> stupid little paper versions of Mario to make <laughs> to crack jokes about Mario, and you know what? I couldn't be happier for that decision. Yeah, so you started playing it while we were aw- just like you know just as we were going to go away. I started playing it Friday, um, yeah, midnight, and you're like, oh, it's really good. And um, I heard like the reviews are like, it's fine. Like the initial reviews uh, are like, you know, it's mm. pretty good. People are still. And we're going to go into There was into some this. discourse before with the, uh, when they f- did that reveal like a week before when they did like a longer look at it in Treehouse when people were like, it's not a, the game I played 40 years ago and stuff yes. like that. So we're going to do like a little history of, of Mario RPGs in PayFam this week. But well, no, I reckon let's, let's, let's even go a little broader than RPGs. Like let's do like non-mainline Mario's. Yeah, cool. I mean, we go down that path as well. Like, yeah, but uh, I mean, the main point I want to get to is that, like, you have like, like that Square Enix produced um, Super Mario RPG, the Legend of the. Seven oh, that's Stars. right. We were talking about this last week, didn't um, we? Talk about yeah, we talked about that one last week. And then, then they make Paper Mario on sixty four, and then um, Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door on GameCube, and they're like, GameCube. they're all Super th- Paper Mario, very, very like true RPGs. Um, you know, you you, yeah. you 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 level up through battling, and you know, get experience points through battles. Um, and then after that, in like during the Wii area, they make um, Super Paper Mario, which is not an RPG. It still is part of the same franchise, but it now relies on this gimmick where if you hold the Wiimote on its side, it goes from a 2D game to a That's 3D right. game <coughs> or vice versa. We, that was pretty cool. I still remember playing that and being like, that was sick. I know it wasn't, you know, yeah. an RPG. No, totally. There's some it amazing, was- amazing parts of that game for sure. But then from that moment onwards, and like I've been reading weird articles <coughs> and weird interviews, um, uh, but Miyamoto kind of going nuts and like being very, very focused on simplifying every Nintendo in, Nintendo game and like making it accessible for like six-year-olds yeah. through to 60-year-olds. Um, and I think Paper Mario, that whole series gets very affected by those those decisions. So yeah, like, they were an oddly hardcore, and that's in very big air quotes, like Nintendo game in terms of mechanics. And also, they kind of were straight in terms of gameplay, which is something like you don't really consider Nintendo for now. Like every game has a gimmick. Well, I mean, like even Paper, um, the first Paper Mario games, as far as RPGs go, they have gimmicks in that you you don't just say attack and then your character attacks. Yes, it, you, you have to like time it. You, 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 your attacks are extra powerful if whenever a Mario jumps on their head, you push A at the right time and then they, he does an extra powerful jump or he bounces effortlessly onto the next enemy and you can chain attacks yeah. like that. Um, so there is a little bit more of a, you know, I think that was the, that was the first game to kind of pioneer that. Um, and uh, yeah, Paper Mario stick, Sticker Star on 3DS is one of the worst games that I bought for the 3DS. Like, just like an unbelievably boring, tedious game with Imagine if that's so um, much what you missed. Imagine if that's what you missed Mission Impossible for. <laughs> I would have been Fucking devastated. disgusting. Um, yeah, I already am. I still am. Made by the same studio, um, Intelligent Systems, uh, one of the Nintendo first-party studios. Uh, make, they make the Wario games, they make Fire Emblem, Advance Wars, and they make the Paper Mario franchise. Um, Hell yeah. But... Uh, yeah, and then they made they made Color Splash on Wii U, which um, people said was a bit better than Sticker Star, but overall, like, was still like quite Same a boring, shit. disappointing. The but the biggest thing is that they got rid of experience points, and people were kind of hoping with 
the origami king that they were going to bring that back and it would be a bit more of a traditional rpg and a lot of people's initial disappointment before the game came out was the reveal that experience points you know if, if you fight a bunch of enemies you get a bunch of points and then you level up that's not part of this game there is leveling up in the, in the game but it's done differently Yeah, like you get more health and then the enemies get stronger like it's all hidden from us it, it's simply like yeah it's, it's that nintendo thing of like removing st- numbers and stats and stuff like that to kind of simplify the, the the zone but the other thing is like i don't give a shit that it's not an rpg you know like it's it's yeah. a mario adventure game and that's so fine by me yeah for sure but i guess like when when like paper mario thousand year door door is like a pretty close to perfect like fun rpg 100 percent. and i think yeah. people I, under, I understand why people are desperate for nintendo to make another game like that one um that said i think this game is like as enjoyable as thousand year door it's just different it is yeah like you said it's an adventure game with very light rpg mechanics why do you think do you think it's just that simplification of let's not do a straight up rpg i don't know i I think it is like a lot of it i've I've watched so many stupid videos about like here's why paper mario sucks now and like everyone blames somebody else but you know you, you can't deny that in the wii days nintendo really simplified a lot of their games um yeah to a point where, like, yeah, anything kind of straightforward was almost non-existent from their games for for a few years, and they made a lot of weird decisions. Um, and I feel like it worked for them, though. Like, it made a lot of money in the, in the Wii days, but then it did not work for them at all for for the Wii U, and then even the 3DS. Like, well, the Wii U is a weird one because they didn't even simplify stuff; they just made stuff really fucking complicated. They went from the most simple system, like the Wii U, where like your grandparents could bowl and shit, to like. Now you hold this second screen and you look up there and you have to match stuff. It was, I remember like the biggest case in point for like how much of a failure in terms of, uh, it, how much of a failure in simplicity the Wii U was, was you've just got to take a look at the um, prepackaged game. And remember it came with Nintendo Land? Yeah. And that was like, you couldn't teach your grandparent to play that. It wasn't Wii Sports. Yeah, it was awesome, but it was very, uh, very complicated. It was like... Like complicated in terms and of that like was mechanics and things like that like it was a absolutely. simple game but we like a lot of things to learn in order to play it yeah and i think that that that, that is so indicative yeah you, you you don't want your parents to learn what a hub world is before they play the pack-in game because that's like you know how like yeah you had to yeah you're essentially in that big like fun park and then you had to run around to different attractions Dinnerland totally. was cool i hope they revisit that at some point um but uh paper mario the origami king um is uh you know, it's like a classic, fun, silly um, Mario story where um, P- Princess Peach has not been kidnapped in this one. She has been turned into origami. And there is like, yeah, an origami kingdom that's invaded the Mushroom Kingdom, the Paper Mushroom Kingdom, that is. And uh, you have you, you team up with the sister of the bad guy. Um, and the bad guy is turning everyone in Mario's kingdom into, into origami. Um, and he's he's he steals. Peaches. Are you reading this, or is this from memory? I want to see how it's much. This is from memory. His memory. Yeah, he, that's good. That's he, real good. He steals Peach's castle and wraps it up in five different colored <laughs> streamers, and then so five. You, I thought it was six. I think pretty no, sure it's five. five. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's five. And then so you uh you set out an adventure to uh to basically. F- Find, like detach these streamers and and level up and then face this and bad do guy. bits about Mario games. Yeah, so like the writing in this is like the main thing I would say is the reason to play it. It's really really funny. Like it's well, it's it's certainly sweet. Yeah, it's it's like if you play Mario, you're like this is cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's not. La- I mean, the games very rarely would make anyone laugh out loud, um, but. What's a funny game? What's the <laughs> what? I, what the golf made me laugh pretty loudly. But, sure, but that was more because of like the weird physics that I was, like you know the unexpected. I guess like yeah. writing in a game like is amusing, but it's always like hmm. That's my impersonation of me finding something funny in a game, like a, yeah. real, a real smug. I think of a game noise. that I played. Hmm. Maybe like the South Park games sometimes are like kind of, like actual funny. I'm trying to think of the time where I played a game. And I'm like. Oh, that, like I remember laughing in the South Park game when you the character selection, and like one of them's Jew, and like the character's like Carmen, you can't do that. Like that's no, and he like insists to you, the player, that that's a class. <laughs> like, 
and uses like the video game language of like having to pick your race and like job system but then like showing his anti-semitism yeah. i don't know that that's like i think that's like a time i've laughed not because of just because it was like oh it's using video game language but it's still comedy first um, actually, it's funny that you mentioned the South Park games because I think more, no more se- no series is more influenced by the Paper Mario games yeah. than those those two games, the Fractured well, Butthole. Well, also, and, uh, let, let, let's one up that uh, Paper Mario is probably influenced by South Park in terms of animation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good point. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that because like, yeah, the, the first Paper Mario game came out on 64 during the time where, you know, there was no bigger time where polygons mattered. And uh, did, it, did it come out in Australia? I'm not sure if it did. I only ever played it on my Wii. I bought it on the on the right. On the I mean, I know Mario RPG never came out to never made it to Australia. Um, I'll have a look, but uh, yeah, it's 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 funny that like you know during a time where like you know you pretty much saw no platformer games on the 64 or anything like that, they were like, let's do a 2D paper game. But that was an RPG, right? Yeah. But like you know, the two D side scroller games. I mean, were all, are almost like non-existent from gotcha. there. Like Castlevania Symphony of the Night was like panned um, when it came out because it was a because it felt like a retro game that no one wanted to play. Right. Well, Paper Mario did come out. Sixty four did come out in Australia. There you go. Um, I didn't play it. I think that was still part of that era where like I didn't have a job, and getting video games was like hard. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even have a console back then, but I did play it when it came to Wii. I remember like buying video games that were like $120, like just new ones, and they would never drop in price. And you're like, I guess I'll buy the $120 game. Like that was, that's that's psycho. That's why so many kids would only have one game a year. I pretty much had a game a year and I just would play it over and over and over. <laughs> and funnier to that was like on the SNES and to a... To a less degree, the SNES, but definitely the NES. Just like when you turn that shit off, you had to just like start again. <laughs> <laughs> so you just like would play the same game over and over again. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it is th- funny. Those games are so hard. RPG was kind of like Donkey Kong 3D esque. Like, you know, everything was a sprite, but it was 3D mod based on 3D models. The Mario RPG, but yeah, then yeah, Paper totally. Mario. Like the sequel went straight up just paper yeah i mean the effects look cool and it's so frustrating and i think any any time where you like look into nintendo's history it's so frustrating because you're like why can't i just play this now on the console that i have like the paper mario games in particular especially thousand year door like you wouldn't have to do much to make that game look amazing in 2020 it's already like a gorgeous looking game it's not even about looking amazing if you just yeah you know just just yeah but like you can it's like bonkers like Get you and I in the fucking marketing room and just go like, oh, you're dropping a new Paper Mario in like July, June. Why don't you do Mario RPG on the fucking Super NES online? Then last week of June, you drop Paper Mario 64 as part of it. And you know what I mean? It's just like, what, that's how you drum up hype. Yeah. Was it on? Was the Mario RPG on the mini? Good um, question. I don't think so. I wonder if it was. Um. SNES Mini. I gotta. I want to set that up and play some. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so there you go. Um, Mario RPG. Yeah, wild. Is on I there. mean, that means it should be coming to. <laughs> that means it should be on the Super NES Online, whatever they call it. Yeah, that was another one that I played on on the Wii as well. Um, that that the Wii. Yeah, that Wii e- eShop was so sick. I was reading about Virtual it. I, I read yeah. finally why it doesn't happen anymore. Like what happened? Because of emulation or because of uh, rights? No, I mean, not really. The The main reason is that company... So a lot of the games weren't first party games. Like you'd get one Nintendo game every now and then. But it was also... It, it was basically like iTunes where like it was a digital store. Virtual Console was like a product and then you bought songs within it, which were like video games, I guess. But a lot of them weren't Nintendo ones, which you know, like yep. you've played, you know, so many third party. But then third parties were like, oh, why are we letting Nintendo do this? And they're the reason why. So they'll take their own games and package them in that like $60, $80 like HD <laughs> set you yeah, got yeah. the other day. That's literally it. So it's because they were like, oh, we can make money out of this, like more money. Yeah, but I, don't, only I don't think anyone's like, oh, this sucks. Why can't I buy Goof Troop on the, on the Switch eShop? Like... I w- well, because before that they didn't 
you couldn't buy old games. Like I think the Wii Virtual Console um, popularized the concept of like playing just playing games. old games yeah, digitally, right. like getting a getting a retro game. It wasn't really a thing before then. The closest thing that I can think of is like Super Mario All-Stars where they literally remade the games, you know? Like yeah, yeah. repackaged them as a remade set. But until the virtual console, I don't think I... And I didn't... Re- I remember that being like a big thing at the time. They were like, and you can buy individual old games super cheap and play them whenever you want. And it was like, that's cool. And like PlayStation still doesn't do that. Like they do a remastered HD version and charge full price. Well, no, on, on the PS3, you could buy um, PS1 games. Totally, but I mean, yeah. you can't do that now. On yeah, the PS4. no, totally, it sucks. Yeah, it, you have to buy like you can't play Shadow of Colossus. You have to buy like the HD remake of Shadow of Colossus. Yeah, of course, totally. Yeah, it is. It's but so it's interesting that like they caught on that they're like yeah, so they'll like we, we Castlevania. They were like you know, HD. oh, we'll make our own. Yeah, Konami are like we'll make our own. But I just like the Wii console was consistent, like because I'm such a nerd, like all the fonts were the same. Like it had consistent like controls. Like you could bring up the, re- the instruction manual the same way on each game. Like it felt like a sick product. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. And it, 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 but yeah, the main reason is other people were like, well, fuck that. We'll sell an $80 sh- shoot 'em up game. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird though that like, like the Nintendo online service, I swear they would make more money if they just made every game available for purchase but i don't even know I no 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 they'll just they'll drip feed three every month no one every three months <laughs> yeah it's like we're giving you donkey kong and then two other games you'll never even consider playing in your lifetime i bought a wii voucher eShop voucher the night i bought my wii at like midnight launch because i was like i don't think i even had a credit card then and i was like well i'm gonna buy some games and i bought donkey kong country because i love that game yeah as one of the first per- first purchases the 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 point is like I bought that the night the Wii came out. And <laughs> we've got it three and a half years into the Switch. It's like, it's Donkey Kong Country. It's like, yeah, we know. Like, yeah. fuck. It's insane. So, yeah, Nintendo had a, uh, a a direct mini, which we'll get into in PayFam this week. But um, what do you think of um, of Paper Mario? Origami King. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah, yeah me, I, me I, I'm so into it. I'm, I, I, I knew I was going to like it, but I, I'm surprised by how much I love it. It's gorgeous looking. I've played it mainly on the TV just because like the frame rate and res is better, but like on a huge TV, it looks phenomenal. It just looks like a cartoon. It's beautiful. The colors are incredible. I love the mechanics. It's funny. The pace is great. Like it is a relief. And I, like I said before, I wonder how much this is. I've just come off the back of like months of dark and heavy games. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Like Final Fantasy VII even, like it is goofy because it's like, anime-ish but it's still like heavy like they take themselves so serious you know what i mean like there's a lot of there's a few winks but most of it is these games that are very serious and that's fine like serious games are sick but it is nice to just play like non-canon mario walking around and drinking coffee with like <laughs> shy guys and goombas dude and that's just like this rules that's my favorite moment in the game so far when you when you find yeah, uh, the cooper troopers yeah, cafe rules. yeah and they ask you to like compare who's a better villain yeah yeah shy guys or goombas <laughs> it's a Goomba Shy Guy is a fucking stolen I, I, I've from always loved Shy Guys though Doki Doki Panic Yeah <laughs> Oh I love It's even There was like a funny Doki Doki Panic Reference About like someone having like a, a brain fart And saying it's like Finky Finky Panic Or something I don't know There's like There's lots of like yeah. The localization team I don't know if the jokes Are like that in Japanese Or if it's all the localization team Doing it for English But it's like No it's, they just make jokes about Um how much the eShop sucks <laughs> The Japanese <laughs> um, Fuck Because I I bought this With one of my like Nintendo online vouchers Just Saw, saw some real good shit <laughs> Saw some real winners That are gonna make Some end of year lists <laughs> A lot of A lot of horny the- Horny Mahjong games not even that just like games called like cat calendar <laughs> like $24 <laughs> and you're like I feel so bad for like a parent who's accidentally buying this shit it's yeah. so bad man the worst are the ones that like don't have the name of the the game on the art and because the eShop's so stupid it doesn't have a like written like there's no like text field where the name of products are Oh man! So like you're just sometimes seeing a picture of like a guy with a sword and you're like I don't know what this is <laughs> The uh, there's a game I'm really looking forward to that Devolver are putting out um, this week called Carrion. I played the demo. Oh man, I'm in the year, dying yeah. to play that. 
but the um the switch the icon for the switch is so <laughs> bad. Have you seen it? It's like goatsy shit, right? Yeah, it's like either like very vaginal or like yeah, like a pro. It looks like a prolapsed anus. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait for the think piece on like a kid getting into porn because of playing that. Well, like yeah, the polygon piece that'll be like why. Why Carrion's prolapse, prolapse anus switch icon is what the world needs is, right now. Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Why the prolapsed vaginal cavity of <laughs> Carrion's icon is the is 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 the cure to COVID nineteen. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I'm like, I, I cannot believe, yeah, one, how much I'm loving Paper Mario Origami King, and two, how big it is. Like yeah, and it's, it's huge. I'm so stupidly addicted to it. Like I'm pretty sure I'm gonna 100% it, um, just because there's just like there's hundreds of hidden toads, and you just like you just run about the scenery, just whacking things with your hammer, trying to find them. And every time you, you got that bell, yeah, 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 you, hell yeah, yeah, you get a little bell note to say that like oh it's nearby, and then you just like whack everything around you. You find it. The toad says something funny to you, and then it. Basically, like when you got the battle system, instead of it being like a traditional um, RPG kind of like you know this person made this attack, this person made this attack. Um, you ha- all the enemies are around you in circles, and so you have it's to- like a dartboard. It's like yeah. smaller circle on the inside and bigger ones on the outside, and, you can- and then like it's sliced as well like a dartboard. How many? What percentage of those puzzles are you are you getting doing correctly? At the start, not so many, but now I'm like 98% of them just constantly. Occasionally one stumps me so fucking bad. Yeah. It's, and it I don't feels know why. good though. I think it feels good though. Like, I think it's if you get attacked. I think some are, I think, I don't think all of them are solvable. I think sometimes if like a, a, an enemy in the world map hits you first, then they throw in some extra cunts. Right. That are just like, I think that because some of them are just illogical. I, I refuse to have the puzzle solver on. Because um oh there's a puzzle that's solver? the real that's the real tragedy yeah you I, I've got an item that helps you solve puzzles oh right I got an item that, that just, gives you ten more seconds so I use that yeah yeah and puzzle solvers it's weird it's an item you get but they put in the options it's basically if you're a baby okay cool mode but that is that, but I'm just that like, is cool if if yeah I mean if if you if you just sucked at that it is cool that they have those accessibility options totally and if you just are like I just don't want to deal with that I just want to play like an RPG. Because, yeah, that, that aspect is the only difficult... Uh, that and, like, finding little hidden secrets, they're the only two difficult I hated it at first because it. it's a drag, but I don't mind it now. I, I think I still would rather just traditional. It's kind of annoying sometimes. So then you do understand why people really want a return to totally. traditional RPG. Yeah, yeah, totally. Sometimes I'm just like, this is not actually fun. Right. Sometimes I've reached moments in boss battle where things just, like... I just don't have the... Also, I'm just like, I actually don't... With, I, with I, boss I like battles. boss battles. I love those. I like them a lot. Yeah. But then like, the each time you have to pick up a letter and learn how to fight and you just like, it just takes a long time and it's not long because it's like... Trial and error. Challenging. It's long because every move is so slow. One thing I don't like about the game is how slow it is too. There's no run. Yeah, there's no run um, and then there's no skip dialogue. There's no skip yeah. and it's very slow game. Yeah. And I'm finding like... It very grating sometimes. I oh, see. I'm finding it. It adds. It is a very peaceful game. Um, it is peaceful, absolutely, but it can be like v grating. Yeah. Um, but the the story I think is really really fun, and yeah, finding all the weird collectibles in the world. I actually think if if anyone's played it, it reminds me a lot of the tone of um an indie game from two years ago called Wonder Song, which was about like a bard. Um, going on a big like classic kind of adventure, and it had like weird RPG elements too. But um, what's it called? Called Wonder Song. Like, oh sure. Like Wonder and Song. Um, yeah. Uh, Humble Bundle published that one. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really really loving it. I I I think I'm like, I don't know. You, you can't see the clock until you've played it for eleven days, which is one of the most annoying Switch features. <laughs> Um, nice <laughs> But uh, I'm, I assume I'm like over the 10, 15 hour mark And I don't think I'm even halfway through this game yet Totally um, But I, and I also love that like it's not entirely linear Like there, there are things that you can go and do If you don't want to progress yeah. in the story um, Once you're a third or whatever the way through it um, For real The music is excellent as well the um, music is rules. The the autumn autumn mountain 
theme and especially the battle theme in that it just just gets me pumped, the battle man. music's wild yeah uh but yeah i mean I, I think like i understand like yeah it can be stressful or annoying trying to line up the um the attacks but then there is something great when you when you you know do a There's perfect a satisfaction like thing that goes off in your brain yeah yeah you're like oh i did it this one and then and like you 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 do it once you if you if you take no damage and you perfect the puzzles then you get like you know bonus coins and then you can buy items to like you know make those make those battles easier or like you know like you you take out the enemies in one hit as opposed to you know them them even having a chance to to make to do any damage on you yeah yeah the, I wish that the companions were like the Paper Mario ones where they're like these like warped kind of versions of the Mario characters. Like I remember Thousand Year Door, like one of the companions was like this like bratty little punk pink Yoshi. Um, Hell yes. And like a fat witch ghost, like a fat woman. <laughs> um, uh, oh yeah, I saw that. I was watching some YouTube clips of it earlier and yeah, she's like, she's like Ursula from... Uh, yeah, pretty much like legit. Just from Ursula. Little Mermaid with yeah. like... Ghost, ghost vibes. Her superpower was like she could blow paper away. So you just held the oh, one wow. and she blew. Um, Damn, that's that's some godly shit in a world of paper. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, the, it's kind of fun having like a like Bobom and the Origami Girl is pretty fun. Olivia. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting um, some other side characters. Yeah, for sure. Um, my favorite area so far is the. Um, the Shogun um, theme park. and then Dude, yeah, that's my favorite moment. And the play. The hidden... Oh, my God, the play was amazing. And then the, the hidden ninja um, thing that you have to do as well, where you have to find all yeah, the, yeah, the ninja yeah, yeah, toads. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, yeah, like, trying to find Luigi. I love I love, always love how Luigi is written in, in these RPGs. He's just, like, this... Like, He's just so busy. Extra pathetic. <laughs> He's just always trying to be as good He's as He's doing Mario. his own shit. Yeah, it's great. Um, his he his side adventure in um, Thousand Year Door is amazing. Like one of the best things about it. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. 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 I definitely recommend playing Paper Mario, and I think we're you and I are gonna like Ghost of Tsushima so much more going playing it after playing this, like having this big proper. Look, I'm so glad I just have a vibe change. Yeah, I'm super glad we have a vibe change between these because I think we won't be immediately comparing it Ghost of Tsushima to Last of Us as much. Um, a lot of a lot of I've seen a lot of people talking about like that the movement in Ghost of Tsushima is so uh, sure compared so to Last compared of Us two or something yeah. yeah which was like butter um, and like people comparing it to like it's more like a kind of um, uh, Assassin's Creed game than like your your standard kind of third person Sony adventure game but uh, I'm still looking yeah. forward I mean, to it it looks gorgeous yeah the, people, the screenshots yeah, people seen are so many screenshots mode. they look amazing it looks so good yeah, I'm so excited to play it, but also I'm just like pumped to be putting in hours into Mario, Paper Mario at the moment going, yeah, this is cool. Are you going to play uh, Ghost of Stanley Tucci subbed or dubbed? I don't know. I've been thinking about it. I probably just go dubbed like, I don't know, the mouths, the mouth thing I kind of don't want to deal with. Yeah, I, I understand that. that I want to see how bad it is. Yeah, actually. me too. Because yeah. apparently, yeah, apparently the Japanese I dialogue see how bad. isn't synced to the to the um the characters but i mean also yeah, it's like I'll, it's I'll made just... by a bunch of americans it's not like it's, i don't know it's a it's a very funny version of japan yeah like i'm fine it not being japanese <laughs> i'm pretty sure the um the the shogun theme park in paper mario is a more accurate portrayal of japan absolutely than goes to tsushima yeah that's just where they work um so in payfam this week we are going to go through um, yeah, or every Mario RPG and like weird, like non-main canon Mario game. Um, canon. Because they, they have such a, like, it, Mario is like, is such a crazy franchise in that like... Dude, playing it again now, I was just like hit with, how's this motherfucker the most recognizable video game character? He's literally an Italian dude with a moustache. And I was just bowled over each time I realized that, which was a lot of times. Yeah. I totally agree. It's like, this dude is literally a plumber. Like, that is so funny. He's more recognizable than Mickey Mouse. And what's it's Mickey insane. Mouse's and job? A sailor? Is he a sailor? I don't know. No, he's, he's nobody. He doesn't have a job. He's king. King Mickey. Yeah, whatever he is in yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Um, it'd be sick if... It'd be so funny if um, Mickey Mouse once, uh, like reclaimed the spot of most recognizable 
um, cartoon character because of Kingdom Hearts, which is... <laughs> yes, yeah, Sora becomes the, like, the face of Disneyland. Yeah. Kids start getting, like, foot surgery to make their feet really big. <laughs> Um, so we're going to be going through, yeah, uh, the crazy history of, of Mario's side piece games. Um, and then, uh, we'll also go through the Nintendo direct. We're doing the Luigi's of Mario games. That's right. The green Mario games. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll report on, uh, we'll do a mini report on Nintendo's mini direct. Uh, and then, uh, also reveal some more hot tidbits from me and Angus's steamy weekend away. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you want to hear all that and more, go to patreon.com slash HeyFam. Every week we record two episodes of HeyFam. One is the episode we, you just listened to now in the regular feed, but the better, hotter, steamier episode is over in PayFam, which you can get no at Patreon. Patreon.com slash HeyFam. Get this. We let you get rid of the ads by giving us money. That's it's all crazy. it takes. It's crazy. That's all it takes. We cut out the middle guy. No, we don't. We use a middle guy. But plus, that middle guy is also getting, getting plus a Plus we have a, a Discord uh, server, the HeyFam Discord cha- Sorry, the PayFam Discord server, which uh, at the moment has a pretty active um, Ghost of Tsushima spoiler yeah. channel if you're looking for someone and to look, talk to. And look, if you've got a little money sitting in your pocket, if you've got a little uh, surplus or some uh, handouts because of COVID and you've got a hole in your pocket, this is a place to get enabled to buy shit with it. <laughs> yeah, not, it's non-stop. Just like There is a tempting. back on my bullshit channel and... Yeah. People just be buying all the time. It rules. Um, and if you want to get a hot squiz at the um, at the calzone, actually, can I just say, made. speaking of Mario, someone bought a piranha plant bong recently and shared it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone so un- I mean. <laughs> unironically shared a, a photo of an enormous piranha plant bong. Yeah, do you? Shout, extremely shouts, shouts to Migs. <laughs> extremely Kevin Smith hours. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. How much was that bong? We should make an official than, hay fam bong just for him. What could it be? It's I a, want a bong a that's the um, it's a calzone. I want a bong that's the pod to pod guys heads. <laughs> that would make a good bongs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, if if you want to come and join us, patreon.com slash hay fam is where to find us. Failing that, we'll Man, see I you wanna, next week. Enjoy your morning on, until then. Just gonna leave you with something. I'm gonna Google Venom Bong and describe it in the next episode. Oh, that's a great idea. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> this, the, the next episode is now is just great. gonna Okay, now just me a description of Venom Bong. It's perfect. See you over at patreon.com slash heyfam. Bye everyone. <laughs> These are great. <laughs>